Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Step Brothers. I watched the second half of Step Brothers. And this is the other half. Happy National Brother Day, Ethan. Yay, I love this holiday. This is my favorite kind of holiday. Is it? I mean, Why is it? Not really. I no. mean, I don't get out of work and I don't get presents. So Yeah, that's a good point. It's a stupid holiday. Well, it's kind of around Memorial Day, right? I guess. I don't know. I don't, a when little is, bit. When is Memorial Day? It's uh, pretty soon. Oh, okay. Well, it's then it's great. It's great. But it's not as... I don't know. It's not on a Wednesday. I don't care about this day. I have no reason to celebrate. Because you don't have a brother. Nope. I've got a brother. You do. You I hate have, him too. Oh, he said he's, he's the, the worst. worst. Yeah, you don't like him. He's the worst. He works at NASA and he's horrible. Yeah. No, I love you. But, um, because I know he's listening to this. That's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but we were like, we should watch a movie for this day. What movie haven't we watched that includes brothers? And we got really close. To just watching brothers with um, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal? Yep. Right? I think that was it. Natalie Portman? Yes. Right? Man, I completely forgot about that movie. I just remember the poster it. for some reason. Yeah, and, and they're both looking to the side, and they're black and white, and there's or it's like sepia tone, sepia tone, and like Jake Gyllenhaal is standing behind them, and then like Natalie Portman is like holding uh, Tobey Maguire. Is that right? Or yep, is it that's exactly it. And like one of them went to war. Is that what it was? One of the brothers Something, went to war and then they like died. But you know what? We're not talking about that movie. We're talking about a much darker, sadder film. A film. That I have I have heard is a great film. Yeah. Fantastic. A mm. lot of people really mm-hmm. like this movie. Then Step Brothers. Yep. Adam McKay. Um, John C. Riley. Who's that other guy? What's his name? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Um, a lot of other people. A lot of people in this movie. What do you think about it? It's. It's not a good movie. No, you even watched the first half. It's not. Uh, yep. I thought all the parts that were supposedly the best parts. Oh, man. Really? And everyone quoted it. And I was just like, hmm. That's the other thing about this. Did you watch the unrated version? I think so. Okay, good. I did too. Because, um, yeah, like watching this movie, it reminded me, it brought me back to like high school. Yeah. Right? And it's just like you have all those people, those like bro-ish dudes who clearly, like I know now where they got their sense of humor you know what i mean they clearly got it from these kinds of like dumb man boy obnoxious films yeah and uh i yeah. think it, uh, it kind of brought me back to an era because this movie's almost 10 years old now oh geez yeah um maybe actually older than that maybe um, feels old it does feel old yeah um to that kind of style of humor like talladega nights type that, and stuff like that did you that. see talladega nights no i did in the theater yeah. it was not good yeah. I really don't like Teledega Nights. Okay. I like, I like, but I guess we should talk about that too. I like certain Adam McKay films. Like I like, uh, Anchorman. I thought Anchorman was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anchorman's all right. I can't, I can't. But that's the thing. They have that, their own like weird style of humor. That's just like, they just say random. It, it reminds me kind of like modern day Mel Brooks. Oh, I, interesting. Because it's all improv, too. Because the, the actors are just throwing stuff. Yeah, they're just out. throwing stuff at the wall. They're just saying things. Whatever it's, it's different, obviously. Because Mel Brooks actually has, like, gags, like, coordinated gags I've written and see how they, you know, stick. Set this is all improv, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of improv. So that makes it worse? <laughs> yeah, because it's not as coordinated. It's not yeah, as exactly. It's not like, oh, they're going to make this random skit for no reason or this random prop. It's just like, no, we're just going to say something weird and it'll maybe be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well where do you put it in the level of like because there's other comedians that have come out making moves you have your apatows you've got your rogans 
you know how do you how do you put uh, Adam McKay because Adam McKay won an Oscar now what do you he's an Oscar for? winner for um Step Brothers no for uh, <laughs> uh, uh, The Big Short remember he directed oh, yeah. and wrote it oh yeah I think he won you hated for, that movie I did not like The Big Short yeah and the funny thing is I actually preferred the way this movie looked to The Big Short weird I thought this movie had a better direction than The Big Short did eh, direction's fine I thought it was adequate yeah I mean you know the camera fucking stood still that's not the biggest problem with The Big Short that motherfucker like Handheld cameras are not instantly interesting. Yeah, yeah. Or st- I, I don't even want to get into it. But yeah, what do you, um, how do you? How do you? Yeah, how do you place them? His yeah, him among the other like modern, modern comedy modern directors. Comedy. Uh, probably the bottom, right? Whoa, really? Wait, interesting. Is anyone better? Or I mean, I don't know. Worse? I just want to know your opinion because I know Apatow was in there. I mean, Apatow has like pretty good standouts that I can point to and be That's like, that, 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 like is, really that is a like, quality movie. Yeah, like Forty Old Virgins. Really Forty Old Virgins is good. I think Knocked Up, despite some people not like. I have not seen Knocked Up. Oh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um. Did he make I Love You, Man? I think so. I mean, Avatar's got a wide range. I mean, he also made Love. Um, God, yeah. Yeah. I really didn't like Love. <laughs> I thought it was not good, but I watched it anyway. <laughs> but then I, I know a lot of people who love that show. I know, and I, I get don't, it. I don't, it's, it's, not, um, it's not fun. And then you have, like, your Seth Rogans, which I think, because, like, I'm not a big fan of, like, This is the End, but I saw their um, show uh, Preacher, and they directed the first episode of Preacher. Really? Yeah. I really, really liked the first episode of Preacher. Mm. I loved the way that looked. There, I thought... And what other, like, movies has he done? Seth Rogen. Well, he did This Is The End. He did that one. He, of course, did Sausage uh, Party, which uh, we saw together. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's a movie. Yeah, but, um... Yeah. I, I, yeah, so it's interesting. It's an interesting uh, sort of class of comedy Like, modern comedy people. people. Yeah. yeah. I, also feel like Will, I also feel like Will Ferrell has his own style of movies, especially back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was like this, and then Elf, and then... Telling Nights. It's basically, I'm an adult, but I'm acting like an idiot child. Manchild. Yeah, Manchild. Yeah, Manchilds. Yeah. Um, and this is one of those. This and is definitely one of those. Not good at really? all. Really? Well, how'd you like... Uh, our, I love... Okay. I'm going to go down this. I think John C. Riley is like an underrated actor. Oh, I, yeah. He's great. He's amazing. Yeah. I think he's so he throws himself at anything. Yeah. Like he's in. And I really, really like him. Yeah. So what do you think about him in this film? Eh. <laughs> he's underutilized or he's just doing the same. He's basically just copying like Will Ferrell's thing, which is just be as obnoxious and loud as possible. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's just not funny. It's well, we got to get into it. We, we should probably movie. start talking about the plot. And it's not very big. I'm sure it's. It's not going to take us very long. No, I mean, I wrote, the thing is, it's, it's tough with comedy movies because you want to write like scenes. You want to write scenes, but like there's so many scenes and they don't like, really go anywhere. No. And it's like, what is important? Like if I wanted to explain this plot, I could do it super quick. Do it. Let me try. Do it. Okay. Let me super, super little, quick. Um, and then we'll talk about the <clears throat> uh, smaller parts at the end of it. Okay. There are two families. Okay. They move in. Okay. Or they don't move in. There are two families. Sorry. <laughs> two families start at the beginning. A mom and a son. Okay. Dad and a son. Um, two sons, right? Ted, two sons. No, no, no. They're se- they're just they're separated now at this point. Oh, okay. Um, and but then they meet each other at a hearing aid convention. The two, the mom and the dad. Oh, okay. And they have sex there because mm-hmm. it's just so hot to talk, talk about hearing aids. And they both bond <laughs> over the fact that they have forty year old lazy people living at home. Okay. They get married, and Will Farrell and John C. Riley move in. Mm-hmm. They don't like each other at first. They don't like each other at first at all. Um, but then they meet. Um. Will Ferrell's uh, brother. Yes. Who is even more of a douchebag, played by Adam Scott. <laughs> played by Adam Scott. And um, he's very mean to his... Uh, family. His family, yeah. yeah. He's very mean to his family. He's a terrible person. <laughs> he he bonds his wife. He bonds with the dad mm-hmm. of the other family. 
the main player. Robert Armin. or Rogers? Robert, I think. Yeah. Robert, yeah. They Robert? Bond, they bond Robert. Robert. They bond. And um, after that, they punch Adam Scott in the face. And he's like, oh, whatever, I hate you guys. And they're like, yeah, we hate him too. And then they start bonding over things and they realize they're best friends. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is awesome. This is great. Um, and then, but the dad is like, I want to sell the house because I can get a lot of money because Adam Scott said I can get a lot of money for it. Right. And I'm going to go sail my boat around with my wife. And what does that have to do for a living? Uh, he's a, a doctor type person. A doctor type person. Yeah. He's in the medical profession he's like a doctor okay um anyway and then uh what happens um i don't know i know i'm trying to think <laughs> so but the so dad sets an ultimatum like you guys have to get a job in a month or you're out okay and they're like oh, whatever and they see sets up interviews they bomb all the interviews because they're stupid man children yeah they're dummies and um yeah that's it. And then they come back and they're like, oh, what's going to happen? Well, they're selling the house in a month and then they sing a song because they they're like, why don't we start our own music empire? Oh, God. And, Is that really uh, just how it starts? And then, yeah. And then uh, Will Ferrell, they, he says he can sing, so he has to prove it. He yeah. doesn't sing very well. He doesn't sing very well. But then John C. Riley says he's a beautiful singer. Oh. Something you left out is John C. Riley is a drummer. Yes, John C. Riley is a drummer. I forgot that. That, yeah. is, that is a, a major scene. Yes, but, uh, it's a we're, scene we're that just, everyone really loves. We're just doing the plot right now. Very quick, let's just do the plot. Let's just do the plot. So, uh, okay, so this is what's confusing me, because then uh, Adam Scott is, like, bringing people around to buy the house. Yeah, he's a realtor. I think he was a doctor. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the dad dad. Oh, no, no. What okay, so, the, so the, dad, the dad is the doctor person. Okay. Adam Scott is... A VP of a helicopter rental That makes place. so much more sense. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he does that. And he also got his uh, realtor license for quote unquote shits and giggles. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, he's trying to sell the house. Um, and Will Ferrell, I wrote down their real names, but I'm just going to go with no, the character names. I'm just going to go with their real names. Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, um, like dress up like Nazis and KKK people to try to persuade people to not to buy the house. Okay. And another thing you didn't bring up is that um, John That's C. Riley, bro, I don't know. No, no, important. this is part of the plot. Okay, John C. Riley is banging um, uh, Adam Scott's wife. Oh yes, she got really turned on when he hit Adam Scott in the face. Oh, when he punched it, she, and she uh, she was like, "This is amazing. I want I want you in my vagina." <laughs> that is what sex is. No, no, but him as a little person, like a little like if he was rolled up as a person oh. and put in her vagina. Ooh, yeah, that was the weird part. <laughs> See, that's the thing is you're like, ah, that's you laughed at the initial joke, but then yeah. they made it weird. I feel like that's most of the humor is <laughs> well, it's they just have to like push it to the most disgusting. Uh, yeah. Extreme. And it's like you could have just said, like, I don't know, not drawn the seat. So like, anyway, so that's the thing. Uh, so then um, they go to see therapists. That doesn't do anything except for we learn that Will Ferrell is the therapist that he loves. Oh, yeah. They have to go to therapy because that was on the ultimatums. Well. Oh, OK. And and I'm, I'm assuming, you know, about Will Ferrell's female therapist. No, I've never heard that they didn't. They didn't go to therapy when. Okay, well, he goes to the therapy, falls in love with his therapist. Okay. Uh, they it's Christmas time, and uh, no, 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 before the Christmas time, they um are at a a a, a, a restaurant, and at this place they have a presentation. Uh, Will Ferrell and John Cirelli have a presentation where they show off. They they basically have an ultimatum. They're going to sell their um musical act that they have together okay. to Adam Scott. 
that's called Prestige Worldwide. Why are they going to sell it to Adam Scott? Because Adam Scott has a lot of money. Okay. And that's he does. all. And so then they have a video, a music video of them on uh, Robert's boat, um, Will Ferrell's dad's boat. Is that right? Okay. No, no. Uh, John C. Riley's dad's boat. Yes. Yes. He owns a boat. It's his dream to sail around the world. They, they crash it. Ah, of course they do. They destroyed it. And he is very upset. And uh, so then they go home and Roger spanks them. That's the end of that. Robert spanks them. That's the end of that. Robert, yeah. Right. Um, then it's Christmas and he's sick of his sons and he goes to drink at the Cheesecake Factory. And then he comes back and he says it's the happiest he's ever been. Uh, sleepwalking. Christmas morning. I'm getting way too into this scene, I'm just, man. I'm just skipping. I'm sorry. I'm trying to skip. Yeah, nothing fine. happens. Nothing happens. Nothing, it really is. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Derek is talking more and more. Talk, blah, 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 blah. Oh, God. Oh, okay. And so then it's revealed that um, the mom and dad are going to get a divorce. Okay. And they blame, well, especially really? Robert. So why are they getting... They, they... Because they have a fucking 40, two 40-year-old men who are living with them. And they're mm-hmm. horrible. They're terrible people. Yeah, they are. And they're lazy. And they hurt them, too. They like, they, they're, um, yeah, they're, they're just destroying everything. It's horrible. So they're breaking up because of that. And they're sh- they're going to sell the house. And that's the end of that. And so they do that. And uh, and uh, uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Reilly blame each other for them breaking up. They say that it's your fault. No, it's your fault. And then they fall out of friendship. They're not friends anymore. And then they go off and get jobs. Uh, Will Ferrell gets a job working with Adam Scott. And um, uh, John C. Reilly gets a temp job as a caterer. And uh, then uh, Will Farrell says that he wants to manage this big account. Do you think the cater is a reference to Party Down? Why? Because Adam Scott's in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> I like Party Down. Yeah, Party Down's a good you show. Should, everyone should watch Party Down instead of this. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this, uh, it's the Catalina Wine Mixer. It's this big deal where they have to sell 80 uh, helicopters. And Will Farrell wants to take it on. And Adam Scott's like, if you fuck up, then it's your ass. And we fire you. And if you succeed, I look like a genius. Fine. So they do it. And then uh, the band there, uh, uh, they, they, they get thrown out. Um, and then. Uh, Why is the band get thrown out? Okay. Well, it's a thing. It's a joke. So, and it's actually kind of funny. So the band uh, who's led by Horatio Sands from okay. SNL, they are an 80s Billy Joel cover band, but they're strictly 80s music. So no, uh, we didn't start the fire, no piano man. And so people keep requesting these songs. And then Horatio Sands, the lead of the, uh, eighties, uh, um, uh, Billy Joel band flips out and like attacks them. And so they get kicked out. It was pretty funny. All right. So then now Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, who are both at this meeting because Will Ferrell brought John C. Riley's catering business to cater the event now have to come together and go up on stage and play music. Uh, they have to do their uh, worldwide. What is it? The prestige worldwide thing. So they go up on stage and uh, and they play music and Will Ferrell sings a beautiful operata and everyone starts falling back in love with each other. The husband and wife falls in love with each other. Um, uh, 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 Adam Scott's wife falls in love with uh, John C. Riley. Uh, Adam Scott is, remembers a time when uh, he was a young boy and he loved his brother and he realizes he's in love with his brother. Uh, Will Ferrell's therapist shows up and falls in love with Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And um, then at the end of the movie, uh, everyone applauds and they're all happy together. And uh, uh, John C. Riley says that he doesn't want to be with um, Adam Scott's wife anymore because they can't be doing that no more. And then in six months later, 
um, uh, Will Ferrell and his therapist are dating and they've opened a karaoke. Uh, Will Ferrell and uh, 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 John C. Reilly have opened a karaoke bar and it's booming. And um, that's pretty much it. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, that was the boringest thing I ever heard. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's the, that's the plot. Bare bones plot. Fuck that plot sucks. <laughs> that plot's so bad. You know what? You know it's not about the plot. It's about the jokes. So let's talk about the jokes. There's not even movie. good characters. <laughs> no, like, I don't like I don't like those characters. At here's all. the thing. I hate them. I'm on Avatar movies. Pretty good characters. Relatable. Relatable. You feel bad. You for got them. they got some good struggles. You know they have they do shitty things. You feel but bad they, for but the they have they have hum, humanistic qualities to them. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's uh, whoever did the hangover, the hangover fucking, you would kind of, those characters, at even, least in those, the first movie, even the movies, even if the characters aren't good, the plot is really good in that. Oh very yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. And the jokes don't, you know, if it's you don't like find a the jokes mystery funny. movie, exactly. Yeah. You know, they got something to them besides jokes. Yes. Well, this movie has nothing going for it besides <laughs> jokes. And so when those jokes are trying 90% of the time, or just trying Trying. trying. These jokes are trying. Trying really hard. Trying really hard. Some of them are funny. Some of them. Most, most of them. Most of them are not. No. And then you have nothing left to hang on because all the characters are terrible. Yes. So you didn't like any system. character in this movie. Um, The dad was interesting, I the guess. The dad, right? The dad I liked a lot. And then yeah. at the end of the movie, um, even uh, so at the end of the movie, they're at that uh, Catalina wine mixer where they have to sell all the helicopters. Mm-hmm. And even the dad is like, do you think our sons put this together to put us back together? And the the the, the mom is like, I don't know. And she walks away and she's terrible. I hate the mom, by the way. She's horrible and stupid. She's the most bland character. She's the most nothing character, right? Yeah, she doesn't do anything. So I'm, and so then um, the dad comes up when the band uh, has run off and he comes up to his, his sons, his, his real son and his ex stepson. Wait, he, he doesn't have a real son. Oh yeah, he does. Oh, that's stupid. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how their stepsons, their stepbrothers. <laughs> Jesus. So he goes up to both of them, and he has this big long speech where it is actually really funny. He says, "Listen, listen to me, Dale. Look, when I was a kid, when I was a little boy, I always wanted to be a dinosaur. I wanted to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex more than anything in the world. I made my arms short, and I roamed the backyard, and I." I chased the neighborhood cats and I growled and I roared. Everybody knew me and was afraid of me. And then one day my dad said, Bobby, you're 17. It's, it's time to throw childish things aside. And I said, okay, Pop. But he didn't really say that. He said, stop being a fucking dinosaur and get a job. But you know, I thought to myself, I'll go to medical school. I'll practice for a little while. And then I'll come back to it. Dad, how's that a skill? But I forgot how to do it. You're human. You could never be a dinosaur. Hey, I lost it. What's the point? Yeah. The point is don't lose your dinosaur. And so in telling the story and motivating them to get up on stage, I was like, he's a fucking genius. Mm -hmm. He is going to horribly humiliate them. And everyone's, and you know, this is like his revenge for being horrible, terrible children. But no, he was really just, Coming out and saying like, "Look, uh, you know, you should." It's okay to be a. The it's idiot. it's okay to be a complete idiot, and I gotta say, God damn it, a little bit of me was at the end like I felt bad for him because they became adults and they became boring and flat and terrible. 
and I was a little sad. I was like, they've sort of lost their like chutzpah, the, the thing. That Good. Makes- <laughs> They're 40 years old, you fucking morons. They should fucking get a job. You're right. Absolutely that. Jeez. Absolutely that. But I think I'm the glad end, they went to therapy. You know why? Because they seriously no, needed it. Yeah, they do need the therapy. They need the therapy. But it didn't help at all. Like you see, John that's C- another thing I hate about these, these type of movies. Is like, well, therapy stupid. It's mm. like motherfucker. Therapy helps people all the time. Like uh, to be fair. Oh, okay. I was gonna say to be fair, the therapists aren't like complete idiots. Except for the lady therapist does fall in love with Will Ferrell at the end for like no reason. But there's a, there's one scene where John C. Riley's in therapy and he's just like, "What do you do for a living?" John C. Riley's like, "I'm a." I'm a janitor at a college and I'm really smart though. And I see like math problems and I solve them. And the guy's like, is that Goodwill hunting? And, uh, John Cerelli's like, no. Anyway, but my best friend is Ben Affleck. That's the end of his whole therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute anger in Ethan's eyes right now. (laughs) I went in with really weird expectations for this. Cause I heard a couple people. I've heard so much good shit about it. But I also heard a couple people being like, this movie sucks. Really? Like, this movie's not good. And, like, this is when I first heard the movie came out, so I was like, oh, I'll skip it. Right. Like, I was younger. But then everyone I knew was like, oh, this movie's the best, dude. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. I don't, I don't know. And it's not. It's not really that good. So the beginning of this movie yeah. <clears throat> has a, a, a quote. It says, families is where our nation finds hope, where wings take dream. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wrote that down correctly. Well, the reason they make it funny uh, to actually say it is because it says an actual quote from George W. Bush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember when George W. Bush was around? Man. And he was just, you could just make comedy from you saying things. Make, that was great. You know, it was fun when it was just the president was just You know, dumb. it was funny when you could make fun of the president and then people didn't immediately flip out and like, you know, call you, know, call you a snowflake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, let's see, let's let's see. If there's any weird things going on? Yeah, so, tell yeah, me about so, any good anything good. Well, Is there anything good? Anything you liked at all? You said you liked the dad, but I think you just liked him because he didn't like he wasn't uh, so- Will Ferrell and uh, was it John C. Here's Riley. the thing. Is that both two main characters are so unlikable as yeah. as they are. Like, yes. They're both just terrible people. Yes. But then you add Adam Scott, who somehow has to be a worse person yes. than them to make up for them being terrible. Yeah. So it's just like, so yeah, that's just, an, int- that's an interesting question. How are Will Ferrell and John C. Riley's characters introduced? Uh, well, they're both just being lazy one. I think John C. Riley's making nachos. Um, and no, Will Ferrell's making nachos. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, bye mom. And she leaves and he's like, I'm going to masturbate to this lady now on TV. And John C. Riley's like, I'm playing Guitar Hero. And he needs more money. And his dad's going out on a conference and he's like, here, have some money. And he's like, that's not enough for hot wings or something. And that's, that's their two characters. Wow. These people seem really great. Yeah. They're both two babies. And it's like, dude, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why we're supposed to like any of these people. Um, Because uh, maybe it's for people who like kids. Well, the thing is, and is people like. People who like kids, like, maybe be like, oh, these people. These people are just kids as well, you know? Dumb middle schoolers love this movie, though. Maybe it's because they can relate to them? Maybe. Maybe because they do the same sort of things. I was hoping you would actually relate to this movie a little bit because you have a brother. Maybe this is like yeah. brother stuff that I never got. No. Well, the thing is, I didn't see much of them being brothers, really. Like, mm. I didn't see them fighting. I mean, I guess I saw them fighting. No, because the thing is, they don't act like real fucking people. Or they yeah. don't act like people I want to hang out with. 
Yeah. I don't know who to relate to in any of these characters. You, you got to go take care of that dog. I'm going to take care of that dog. The dog right now is, uh, is I don't know, but I hear him. He is. I got him a new fucking toy. You got him a new toy that is repli- replicates a um, a water bottle. So he's just out there chewing it. Also, Mike has worked out really hard and can't walk very well. So this might take a little while. Okay, he can take it away. We're good. Um, so anyway, this... Wait, I'm going to actually put it in my pocket. Did he get it again? No, but he can jump up here. What's that noise still? <gasps> hey! What is he eating? Oh no, he's doing a bad. Yeah. Oh, no. He's not gonna be allowed on any more podcasts. No, I'm sorry. Was it my stuff? Is it something for me? No. Okay. What is it? Scotch tape dispenser. Is there scotch tape in it? Yeah. Oh. No, wait. No, there isn't. I'm not eating it all, though. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> huh. Okay. I hope not. What a weirdo. Okay, so the toy you got him did nothing. It's all about scotch tape. Uh, anyway, so... Let's see what else we got. Uh, Will, uh, Will Farrell is interesting that he is fired from PetSmart. What? Uh, yeah, they both, uh, back when they didn't like each other, basically sat in front of a kitchen table, sat at a kitchen table, and John C. I was like, I want the fancy sauce. Fancy sauce? He poured sauce. a bunch of ketchup on this thing, and... and and Will Ferrell's mom was like, here's, what about fancy sauce? I make it all the time for my son. And he's like, it's really good. I want it. And Will Ferrell eats it all. And John C. Rowe's like, I want that. And then they give it to him. He's like, it smells bad. I don't like it. And Will Ferrell's like, See, it's, whatever. It's, it's funny because they're acting like children, but they're like 30 years old. 40. 40 years old. Yeah. Is that why it's funny? Yeah. <laughs> and see, this worked okay. Because the thing is, is like, I like Will Ferrell sometimes. Like, I liked him in Elf, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen him on, have you seen Elf? Have Elf you, is probably one of the better ones of those, but that kind of makes more, it makes sense like story-wise a little bit more than just like, these are just two sad people. Yeah, because it's like, he was raised by elves, so it makes sense for him to have this weird stunted growth. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, like, he's actually trying, like, he's not just being annoying to be annoying and selfish, like, he's actually trying to be a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, make people happy. In like this he movie, he's so fucking selfish. Everyone is so selfish. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. Under, I, I don't, don't like understand. it. I mean, at the, some point, uh, Will Ferrell's like, "I can sing," and then John Cena's like, "Yeah, I can sing," and then he sings a song about his balls. If you wanna get down on these hairy balls, hey. why don't you jump right in? Hey. It's a crotch party right up oh. in here. Stop why it. don't you lick on this big jump? Stop it, Dale. Stop it. Stop it. That's cute. Speaking of his balls, can you tell me about the hilarious drum set scene? So <laughs> when John C. Riley's like, uh, they both move in at the beginning. John C. Riley's like, there's one rule in this house. Don't and he touch goes don't trust my drum set. And Wolf was like, whatever. But then they start arguing and like getting mad. And um, <laughs> so his, at some point they get mad and they do, they argue and yeah. they do things like draw things on their shirt that says, I love crystal meth. <laughs> One of them, it puts like extremely nice, like face makeup. Like they have a bloody scar on their head. Uh-huh. One of them kicks the other one off a boat. Um, and then Will Ferrell does the thing where he jump, plays the drums without being to- told to. Okay. And John C. Riley comes home. Mm-hmm. 
He's like, why are you so sweaty? He's like, oh, I was watching Cops. It's <laughs> kind of funny. That's pretty funny. These are the moments I thought were okay. Okay. Um, and John goes upstairs. He looks at the drum set. He notices that the drum sticks are moved at least because they have one has a chip in them. Mm-hmm. And um, he comes back down and is like, hey, you played my drum set. And he's like, no, I didn't. He's like, yeah, you did. He says, no. See, yeah, I did because you moved one of them. He's like, no. And he says, also, I know cops doesn't start until four o'clock. And then he goes, he's like, Wolfhard gets up and is like, I'm going to put my balls on your drum set. And then he does it. And it's funny because you can see, he pulls out his balls. You can see him. You see his balls? It's pretty funny. Wow. It's pretty funny. Also, your dog is biting my feet. Roger. Like, he really liked my toenails. I apologize. It's okay. Um, Here. I guess it was more like nibbling. He was like really licking my foot. And then he also. Wait, did you like it? It was kind of cool. I kind of liked it. It was, it was challenging getting through that sentence while the was. dog was licking my foot. Um, then he started nibbling. I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Playtime uh, over. That reminds me. So this movie ends like three times. Mm. There's a bunch of extra credit sequences. Uh, one of which my favorite. I need explained. Is it Guardians of the Galaxy? It's like Guardians five? of the Galaxy. It really was. And the thing is, I fucking sit through all the goddamn credits because I watch a whole movie. Right when I sit down and watch a half a movie, I watch half a movie. I don't skip through the fucking credits. Um, so was there a scene where there was just like kids bullying them? Yes. Okay, because later in the movie they come and beat the shit out of them. Okay, because that happens in the first. Okay, so after they fail their job interviews, they're about ready. They're leaving mm-hmm. and going to go back home. But John C. Ryan is like, we can't go that way because whatever Billy or whatever his bully's name is is that way. So we're going to go the long way. And he's like, dude, that's 45 minutes. Let's just go through. And like, okay. So they go and it's just these kids that come up and they're like, man, look at these idiots. They look stupid. And it's like, oh, okay. And Wolf Hell's like, I'll just beat them up. They're kids. And they just beat the shit out of both of them and make them eat um, white dog poop. Yes. Uh, yeah. And later in the movie, the very end of the movie, they just shove the kid's face into white dog poop. And I'm very confused by it all. Yeah, it was just they had a thing of white dog poop. Yeah, there's you know what? Of, I don't really care, honestly. There's a lot of weird scenes in this movie that are like, mm, this did come out ten years ago. Like, um, like just untimely weird stuff. Kind of just stuff like, um, they're hanging after Adam Scott comes over. They he comes over for dinner, and Will Ferrell's not even at the dinner because he's like, I hate him so much. So she goes up and looks at um porno mags, a lot his of brother's porno, porno mags. mags, um. From the 70s, 80s, 90s, it's like uh, jerking. It's like jerking off through a time machine. Yeah, that's kind of like a joke. Um, and uh, Adam Scott, like they both go up. Eventually, um, John C. Riley's like, "Man, your brother is a dick. You're right." And that's how they kind of start bonding. Mm. And they're hanging out, looking at pornos. And then all of a sudden, um, Adam Scott pops up and goes, "What's up, faggots?" And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> "You don't hear that much in movies anymore." For yeah. A reason. Later in the movie, he he does the same thing to them. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah, he's at, at the very end. He's he's overcome his hatred towards them, and then Will Ferrell's like, "Do you want a hug?" And he goes, "No, fuck you!" And then he like, you know, he calls him bad words and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, I felt really forced and weird. And it, it feels weird. It, it just feels, feels weird. Feels weird now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, mm. you know, he didn't, he didn't even tell him to go to Fat Burger. Yeah, seriously, it's just a real shame. I know. It's the only, <laughs> only way to do that. Um, let's see what else happened. Yeah, what else? Uh, Anything else? I mean, yeah, at that point he brags about his money and he's like, yeah, I smoked a J, so I'm kind of like tripping out right now, but like got my top VP of a helicopter rental company and he's like, punch me in the face, John C. Riley. He's like, okay, and he punched him in the face. 
Yeah, is, and then I mean the whole thing with him, his wife, yeah, coming on to John C. Riley was really weird because he just said like weird stuff that I was like, this it's just graphic, <laughs> and that's the joke is that it's graphic. Yes, but it is. I don't know. It's just I mean, I want to roll you into a little ball and shove you up my vagina. You could just live there. It's warm. And it's it's cozy. In your vagina? I want to walk around with you in there and just know you. I feel a little tickle or scratch that it's just your hair huh? on my vagina. Please, just do it for me. The whole vagina, her being, him being rolled up into was, and being put into a vagina is weird. I was very confused by her because I didn't know who she was or what her relation to everybody well, was. They introduced her uh, and Adam Scott while they're in the car and they're all singing uh, Sweet Child of Mine oh. like really well, like all together. <laughs> And then they kid, like with like, his like little, Will Ferrell, his son. No, no, no. It's this. It's the Adam Scott's family. So it's him, his wife, and his two kids. Oh, did you even see the two kids? Barely. I feel like they never come back into the movie. <laughs> Barely and at all. One of the the boy is like really good at singing, and then he's like, "Okay, wife, you have a solo," and she does not that good. And he's like, "Flat, flat, you suck." All twelve hundred dollars for singing lessons, and you still can't fucking Jesus sing. Jesus Christ! And then he's like, "Watch this. I want to sing real well." And he sings the song really well, which is obviously dubbed. Yeah, because um, Adam Scott can't sing that yeah, well, probably. Probably not. Um, <laughs> Although, yeah. if you've seen Big Little Lies, apparently he's a great singer. I guess so. Yeah, you haven't seen Big Little I'm Lies. Not. <laughs> oh, there is a pretty good thing where um they uh, during the interview process, the interview with uh, Seth Rogen at one point. Oh, really? Guy, and like almost about ready at the job. Like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, this is funny. You guys came in tuxes, which you both came in tuxes, mm-hmm. tuxedos. It's like, I think that's funny. It's ironic. Like, that's a good joke. And you guys, like, don't seem weird. And honestly, I just want some dudes to just hang out with while I do my work, you know? So I think it'd be a good fit here. And then John C. Riley farts. He farts long, like a long fart, super long. I love fart jokes. Yeah. And uh, Seth Harlan goes, that's that smells really bad. He's like, I'm gonna be in here with you guys. You can't do that. I, I also now I think the tuxes are weird. Like, oh, we don't get a job. Uh, and uh, was yeah. that a good scene or was that just a scene? A scene was stupid. Is <laughs> it just as a, a fart joke scene? Is it, How did uh, Seth Rogen look in that scene? Young, fat? No, not really. Okay, I'm um, just wondering. He goes well, through uh, waves. He's like Oprah. He gets bigger and smaller. (laughs) There was a montage when they became best friends of them measuring dicks, sword fighting, and the sword fighting with the penis kind. Oh. And um, watching movies and yelling really loud, being obnoxious, and then they do Just like what we do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And they get the permission to build, they ask permission to build bunk beds out of their two beds, and they do it. And then it it falls and collapses. Yeah, the famous scene that everyone's seen, yeah. And it's like, oh no. Is there any other famous scenes? All I know is the... Drums kit scene. Drum kit scene, yeah. Um, there's the part where they both sleepwalk. Yeah, sleepwalking is barely a joke in the last half of the film, too. I mean, that's because it's barely a joke to start with. Because <laughs> the joke is they both sleepwalk and do weird things and destroy the kitchen. Um, and I guess they stuff pillows into the oven and the other one puts his, puts his mom's purse in the freezer. Mm. And what's the last thing? Uh, and then the joke is that they both woken up and... <laughs> Will Ferrell says, take that Leonard Nimoy. And John C. Ryder says, the clown has no penis. <laughs> and I only know that because my friend quoted that to me all the time. And uh, he said it made it sound way funnier than the actual scene. I was going to say, is there anyone when you watch this movie, think about like old oh, yeah. friends or yep. old people you went to school with? Yep. Lots of lots of people I went to school with. Lots of people I played video games with. Lots yeah. of just people I know. Are there people you like or hang out with nowadays? 
No. <laughs> yeah, before we watched the movie, we were talking to, I was talking to Phelan, my girlfriend, about this. She's like, oh, you're watching Step Brothers? Now, Phelan likes some pretty dumb comedies. Like, she introduced me to um, Not Another Teen Movie, which is actually a really funny, like, dumb, broad comedy. But, you know, she also, like, she likes a lot of, like, weird, dumb comedies. She didn't like this one. She yeah. It was really dumb. She immediately was like, that movie's stupid. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But then her reason was weird. What was, was her reason? Her reason was she couldn't believe that John C. Riley and um, Will Ferrell could be brothers. But that's not the point. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, I was watching this. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That's the name of the movie. Step Brothers. Yeah, they're both Step Brothers. It's like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. This, but this, movie, this movie has other problems. This movie has big problems. My biggest problem is the mom is a nothing character. She does nothing. There's nothing to her. Yeah. She's just an enabler. There's a scene where um, they when they first hate each other a lot, they get into a fight and she gets call, a call mm. and comes down to try to stop it. And um, she tries to stop it, but uh, it, there's like some blind dude's dog attacks her. I don't know. This blind dude was introduced very quickly and that he couldn't control his dog. And that was like his whole thing. And I thought that was a joke. But then the dog appears again and like attacks the mom and John C. Riley's holding Will Ferrell back, and Will Ferrell's like, I'm watching my mom attacked, and I can't do anything about it. Was it funny? That part's actually kind of funny. <laughs> um, and then, but yeah, she didn't do anything. She came out and said, no, don't do that. And then she had to call her husband, and it was like, oh, okay, so she really doesn't do anything. Yeah, she really doesn't. What does she do for a living? You know, she's at that, the reason they met was at that medical conference, but yeah. I honestly do not know what she does. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Hmm. Well, they had a um, interesting uh, sequence where they were talking about why their kids both like fuck ups. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad said it was because John C. Riley went to some community college and then dropped out because he was like, "I'm just going to join the family business." And his mom's like, "Wait, but the fa- you're, he knows you're a medical doctor, right?" She's like, "I know. I explained it to him. He just want to join the family business." <laughs> and then she's like, "That's okay." My son thought he would be a great singer, so he started. He did one of his talent shows in high school, but then his um, brother came in and instead starts uh, hired the entire football team as the choir backup for the talent show for him, and sang um, instead of the chorus. Um, Brendan, which is Will Ferrell's character name, his has a name. vagina or mangina. Brendan has a mangina. Uh, later on, they, they, they chant that at him as well uh, right okay. before they're about to perform on stage. Okay. They, they sing that at him. And the only part that was funny is that it was like most of the kids, including some really mean parents, joined in. And there's this <laughs> old man just going, Brendan has a mangina. Like this old, old man. <laughs> she's like, even I some joined in a little bit. Uh-huh. I thought that was mildly funny. Um, but yeah, I think those are all the scenes that I thought were this, worth mentioning. This is going to be a, a classic movie, Ethan. People are going to look back at this movie with nostalgia and say this was a really good comedy of its time and it should be preserved and cherished. You really think so? I think so. I feel like time has not, like all those times I remember hearing about this movie, I don't know if it's going to last. I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. I don't hear anyone talking about it now. We We are. We are. (laughs) But no one, we were also talking about. Damn it. We also talked about Lassie, though. That's a good point. We aren't exactly on the cusp of like every cultural. Hey, we phenomenon. hit Fast and Furious as we did it. We're we good. did. We did. Now we're in the slow lane. Yeah. Now, uh, now we're catching up, man. Fast and Furious took a lot of time. I hated this film. I, I hated this movie too. I really I'm so glad. I, I like that we both really hate 
a lot of the same comedy movies. Like I, I feel agree. like there's not many people that I know that we kind of see eye to eye, at least on modern comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we both hate Spaceballs. Hate Spaceballs. Spaceballs sucks. It's so bad. Um, I don't I don't get the appeal. You know, and, and that's fine. I mean, comedy is a thing where... It's a subjective thing. Yeah, comedy. some people might really like that. I will say Spaceballs is a better movie than this. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. I don't think I agree with that. Really? Yeah, I don't think I agree 100%. I, I, liked, I liked how this one was shot better. Although Spaceballs had Rick Moranis. Yeah, and at least had like entertaining props and there was like effort to it despite like <laughs> like a set design. A and set stuff. design and things like that instead of here's house. We designed these balls, I guess. Yeah, those balls are apparently very expensive. I mean, really? Yeah. Oh. Like twenty thousand dollars. You're making that up. No, I think I looked it up on IMDb. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I, I bet he still owns those balls. That's weird. I know. Um. Yeah. I just. I, it's very nice to see someone who has the same kind of opinion because most movies that we. What find, is a good modern comedy? Um. What we do in the shadows. That's I was just gonna good, say that movie is fantastic. That is a great. And you know what's great about that movie? Main characters you like. Uh, the comedy is part of the story, and it doesn't feel like it's tacked yeah. on or pointless. Um, characters all make sense. Uh, it's shot in a really interesting way. There's a lot of both uh, visual and uh, 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 auditorial jokes. Um, any of the uh, Edgar Wright movies? Oh, yes, absolutely. That, I, I like those movies, although I don't think those are strictly comedies. I think it's what I like about... I think that's the reason that they work, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't because, just... like, Hot Fuzz, I know it's your least favorite, but at least it has a good plot to it and oh, yes. really good action scenes. Yes. And, you know, um, Shaun of the Dead is a pretty good horror movie, and then... Mm. Um, I don't know what exactly. I guess it's like a drama is the last one. Well, yeah, it's like a drama and a sci-fi. But it has interesting characters in it and people like they feel real things as opposed to what is our plot? Our plot is to get our parents back. Are we going to grow as characters? Kind of. Not really. And and what I like about what we are, uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, which is this really great. If nobody's ever heard of it, check it out. It's this great mockumentary, like a movie about like vampires and how they go day to day life. What I like about that one and why I relate it to this one is that movie's very similar. It's like a big, broad comedy with a lot of improv, but it works. It just mm-hmm. works better. It feels tighter. It feels like the characters just make more sense. And it just, it, there's this level of like cool realism to it that makes it like charming and fun. Yeah. This movie just doesn't work in that way. In that way. Like, I don't like any of the characters at all. No, I don't all like terrible. this world. They're I don't completely like completely unlikable. It's yeah. like, yeah, this world, like they're. Everyone's dumb. I mean, yeah. Like even the two parents, like they raised these kids. Yeah. They did this. They did this. And then at them. some point they're like, we're going to send them to therapy. I'm like, why did you send them to therapy ages ago, man? Yeah. When they're children. Yeah. Yeah. Or not even children. Like at least in their twenties or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's the thing I want to say too. Like we aren't, we aren't, we aren't haters of comedies. No. We love comedies. We I'm just love of, really good ones. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other good ones. Yeah. I'm trying modern. to think of other good um, ones. Like modern, good, broad comedies that like make I mean, us laugh. Even, even some of the Apatow ones. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know? Oh, uh, uh, Super Bad. It's great. Super Bad's good. It's a great comedy. Great characters. Improv as well. It's a dumb, broad one, but it works because the characters are, are, are likable and relatable. I, yeah. I, I was those characters in high school. That's the thing. It's like, I feel like you can, you can get away with your jokes not always landing and not always hitting for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you make either A, an interesting plot, or B, like really relatable characters that you can latch on to. Absolutely. Because um, like, I was going to say, um, Pete Holmes has that new show, Crashing. Yeah, Crashing. Uh, I know this isn't a movie, but like... It is an Apatow, though. It is Apatow. That's actually pretty funny. But yeah. um, it, I don't really... At the humor's whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, it has good moments. But I, I really was compelled by the characters in it, and I thought it was very interesting right. going through that. 
And despite the comedy just being okay, I stuck with it. Because you like those characters mm-hmm. enough to stick exactly. with it. Yeah. Uh, there's this one show, uh, if, since we're talking about comedy shows, is this one really good show on HBO called Insecure? Oh yeah, that show's great. That show is awesome. Oh, yeah, I only watched the first episode, but I, I really liked it. I think I've seen a couple of them. They're so funny. The main uh, the main actress is hysterical. Or, I don't know, actor? I don't want to say actress because it's like saying waitress rather than, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know, whatever. Don't worry about the, it. the main character, amazing, funny. All these characters are funny. They make sense. And it's, 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 it's just, it, 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 it's, 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 it's just so good. Like that's good comedy to me. I don't want these dumb, big, broad, idiot, obnoxious characters who are unlikable from the first moment that we see them on screen. <sighs> yeah. I just say random things. Yeah. That are just obnoxious and horrible. Yeah. If, if, if you guys have any good suggestions for good comedies, please, please suggest them to us. If, if we don't think we've already seen them. Please email us at email at the podcast.com. Go to our Facebook and Twitter. Please suggest these films because I would like to see a good comedy uh, that I haven't seen before already. I'd love to. I think that'd be really great for us to enjoy that kind of thing. You like Black Sheep, though. I did like Black Sheep. Mm. <laughs> but uh but the thing about about that movie is I like Fair uh Fairley's character, uh, Farley's yeah, he character. He did seem to have more character at the end, but at the beginning he did not have any. Yeah, and like at least to me, especially near the end, he seemed like a legitimately nice person that wasn't selfish. Uh these characters are horrible. I hated them all. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. Also, uh, if you like this episode or go back and listen to our black sheep episode, if you like that one, uh, we don't have a good track record for comedies and past episodes. You can listen to them on iTunes, Google play music or stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five star reading review. We will read it on the show. No matter what it says, no matter if it is just all the horrible, obnoxious things that Will Ferrell and John C. Riley said mm. on the show or in the movie, we'll read it. We'll read them. I promise you. It's our, it's our, it's our, it's that's the other half guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the other thing too. Like I like certain kinds of like I love Tim and Eric and John C. Riley's comedy. I like the house bunny. I like the house bunny. Yeah, I like I like movies. I that's the thing, is like I like movies in general, like not just comedies. I like movies in general where the main character is either likable or relatable in some or empathetic in some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I want. I just want a main character that I can get behind and follow and understand. I don't want a movie. With the main, and this is this has been this is also my problem with Talladega Nights. That was another issue with that movie. I fucking hated hated those characters. They're all horrible. They are terrible people. And terrible and dumb and horrible and dumb. And I think a lot of the people that like these movies don't realize how dumb and terrible they are. I think I think they do, but I think they just enjoy it. Maybe. I mean, some people might just like laughing at other people's misfortunes. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do like a good dark comedy. What about a uh, B movie, man? Oh god, that was a really bad comedy we saw too. I can't think of any other good comedies we've seen other than like House Bunny. I really liked House Bunny and Black yeah, Sheep. Can't think um, of any other. Uh, not Love Girl, the movie you watched twice. <laughs> yeah, the movie you actually watched all the way through because you had to know one of the first ones. What about the Nut Job? That was a that was. Uh, I guess that's a kid movie. Does that count a, as a, a comedy? I don't. I don't know. think so. Does Santa Slay count as a comedy? Yeah, you I see, hope you, so. you you uh, you uh, said that was a comedy. I like that movie. Yeah, you thought that was a good one. Juana Man. That's good. Juana Man is good. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't say that out loud. No, it was terrible. Um, Clueless is all right. Which one? Clueless. Didn't we like that? I don't remember. It's been so I long. can't remember. That has been a really long time. You guys should go now. back and check out Clueless. See if we liked yeah, it or not. Liked it not. <laughs> yeah, I that's it. We, we haven't watched so many comedies, honestly. Th- then you know what, audience? Send it's us your job to send them and send us some good comedies. It's also because comedies aren't that fun to explain. You know, just it's, like there's a plot. But, yeah, there's that uh, great uh, quote. Uh, by uh, Mark Twain. It's like dissecting a joke is like dissecting a frog. 
you figure out how it works in the end, but also you've killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I know. But uh guess we're out of here then. <laughs> I guess I guess we're I you know what? I'd rather be dissected than watch this film again. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. Well, uh, happy National Brother Day, Ethan. Yeah, what a sad one it was. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.